Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast. Let me introduce to you my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, Vlada. She's going to be my guest for today. We're going to talk about all the nitty-gritty, all the all, everything that you guys want to know. Actually, not everything, but a little bit of the things that we want to talk about. Um, we're going get to get, get to know you a little bit. Okay. You're going to get to know me a little bit, so you can ask me questions. I, That's I guess, always good. Yeah, I guess it's like an introduction for, for our viewers. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, if you guys don't know who Vlada is, she's my girlfriend. She's been in a lot of my videos. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Vlada. I'm 23 years old. I, I'm from Russia. And I think everyone I'm talking to in America knows about that because, I mean, it's obvious because of the accent. Um, I am actually have a background uh, of IT. And right now I'm working in real estate and I'm really happy about that because it's always something interesting, always something exciting. And my, my interests are really different. So I like snowboarding, I like reading, I like uh, learning new languages. I like just, I don't know, I'm just really curious and I always enjoy new knowledge. I always enjoy new skills. Um, moreover, I'm, I'm really planning to help Kareem a lot with his videos in the future because it's so fun to film all these videos with him and we have a lot of ideas actually and we want to like make it. Yeah, I mean she knows, I'm sorry that was probably a little too loud, but yeah, she, <laughs> she knows and, um, uh, that this is my passion and my love and like I just, I adore and enjoy creating and, and being creative. It's it's like breathing for me. I have to do it or yeah. else I don't feel alive. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and uh, I'm also like really into traveling. And I really, m one of my dreams right now is start like traveling with Kareem. Yeah. And create like a lot of like different content about food in different countries, about people in different countries, maybe having like podcasts in different countries that, I think that would be so amazing, you know. I don't know about the podcast, but okay, okay because so. that'll be kind of hard to set up in every country. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But we'll see. you'll see. Yeah, yeah. It's like so traveling is like one of my passions. So I really want to travel with Kareem to different countries to explore it together, mm -hmm. film videos about it, and do yeah. all our stuff. It'll be cool. Yeah. So that's pretty much it, I think. Well, that was a cool introduction, and uh, hopefully, we do some of those things in the future. Now, uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of things um i wanted to you know basically see if we could talk about what we see and i mean it's kind of new for you to be in social media i mean when we started dated uh when we started dating you you didn't expect me to be you know in social media you didn't really you didn't know anything about it yeah. so i wanted to know like what exactly were you expecting when you first met me knowing that I'm on social media? And were you afraid of, you know, doing videos and coming onto social media with me? So at first, um, to be honest, I was afraid. I was really afraid because um, you can always like see all these like influencers and bloggers mm -hmm. um, in the internet and they have a lot of like, except like 
good opinion they also have like a lot of like negative feedback from like different haters mm. and it's always really sad to see this kind of stuff i mean if for example it's like constructive critiques it's always good but if it's something like okay i just hate you that's why i'm gonna like tell you so much like bad stuff about yourself like you know mm. it's it's always so disgusting so and in terms of that it's like when people have like really like bad opinion about you like out of nothing just because they're jealous or something it's always really upsetting so you're saying that so, did somebody message you and tell you bad things about me no of course not like oh don't date him he's a blah 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 no blah, no, blah. no 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 i'm just i'm just uh, i'm just telling you that why i was afraid because i wouldn't be surprised if that happened to me no honest. no no it didn't happen it never <laughs> happened so uh i mean that's why I was like really afraid at first mm. because I really didn't want like my, I mean I I, I was not even like aware like how like influencers uh, deal with that. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy I guess just to accept all this like negative feedback and, but then um, yeah I was like really afraid. I was like okay like what if like um, I just didn't want like my um, my partner my boyfriend to be like you know damaged by all this like negative words oh. at first so that's okay. why i was really afraid like it's really interesting i didn't think you did I, I thought you'd be thinking about other things you know usually when i ask anybody like uh, what's their thought on dating or meeting somebody from social media they'll say like oh yeah i was afraid he might be a player he might be messing around with a lot of other girls and or other guys or whatever that's you the know? thing i feel like um i feel like this kind of stuff like messing with like other girls and all this stuff you you may know about that, like, from the first meeting. Like, when Yeah, but you give me permission to mess with other girls, right? That no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's what I was, like, really yeah. afraid about. Like, I, I, I mean, I was not even, like, aware like, of how it actually works. Yeah. Uh, but then I just realized that um, people who are influencers, they are just much stronger. They become, like, more, like... I don't like they become stronger yeah, I mean, with every like yeah. negative experience. So that's, that's why I was like, fine. Okay, like I was like, yeah, whatever. Like they can say whatever. Yeah, and I was good. just like, okay, my role is like to support him and to help him as much as I can mm -hmm. and maybe like give some advice when he needs it. And that how it happened actually. But I, I didn't, I've never had like this opinion like, okay, like if this person is like an influencer, then like he's messing like with other girls i've never had this kind of stuff well that's good that means shows, that shows how pure you are that's, and i like that that's a really yeah cool because topic. i mean like so for, for example like uh other people like who are not even influencers they might be the same like i mm. mean like messing with girls and all this stuff so it doesn't really um define like this kind of stuff you know yeah so just being an influencer is just like something like a Actually, like, an influencer is a person who wants to, like, create, share something with other people. And I don't know, like, why, like, a lot of people think that it means, like, yeah, they're, like, so crazy in, like, their lifestyle. Maybe some of the yeah. influencers are. It's because some, some influencers give us a bad look. But to be honest with you, it's whatever. I really, really exactly. don't care. Exactly. It's just, it's just a part of it, you know? Yeah. Okay. So... I'm going to ask you a few more questions than you ask me because I'm pretty sure there's things that a lot of our viewers don't know about me. Yeah. So you would ask for them in, in a way. So you're like a conduit for the viewers. Okay. And I'm a conduit for the viewers for you. So we go back and forth. We'll ask each other questions. All right. So I think we already made a video about this. Um, how, you know, how you felt or what 
were your fears on dating someone who is Muslim? Um, so as you said, like, yes, I have a lot of friends around the world, like mm-hmm. different religions, different nationalities. And uh, to be honest, um, when we just started dating, I, I was like, okay, so he's a Muslim. So like, so what? I mean, there's nothing like so. I'm, I'm, so sur- I'm glad, you know, because you are cultured. I mean, you went around the world and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I would imagine that's why you kind of like, you know, and you had Muslim friends, so it kind of made it easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I honestly thought you would be really scared. Like that was when I first met you, I was, I was kind of wondering if you knew or not, you know? So I was like, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if she's gonna she's gonna find out, but she probably has an idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I don't think you're stupid. I mean, you're not stupid, so you probably would know that I was. Of Muslim, course, I right? knew. You yeah, know, of right? course, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was kind of something that I was always worried about, you know. Mm-hmm. But luckily, uh, you know, looking at it now, it's like you know, it was it, it was it was good, and and. I, a lot of people are always like, oh, he's forcing you to do this. He's forcing you to do that. Like, I don't think I've ever forced you to do anything, like, uh, especially like with Ramadan, you wanted to try it out yourself. Of course. And, and so it was everything that you were interested in doing. And, yeah. And, and, you know, if there was nothing that you were comfortable with, I always let you. you know. Yeah. So I feel like. So it was kind of weird that people would be saying that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think one of the most important things in like um, multicultural, multi-religious relationship is that um, like both partners accept Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. So and another thing is that they don't really like force each other into like doing something. So I mean, like I... I just like wanted to experience some of the things that are important for you because yeah. I just really wanted to know you better. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I'm really excited about that and I will try it again and again, you know, Yeah. because it's not something like, oh, okay, like he's forcing me, I'm going to do it. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. I just had a desire to do it and I did it, you know, and I'm really happy about that cool. because it brought me like so, it brought me like not only like experience, but also like knowledge and you know, like some skills, like in terms of like, um, not skills, but yeah, just, I just realized how... Skills. That's that's funny. Not skills. <laughs> As a skill and how to hate a Muslim. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that. Um, yeah, just like knowledge, like about Ramadan in general and about like how people deal with that. You know, I yeah. just didn't really know about that like before because I didn't try it before. Yeah. So, but it was that's really cool. something really interesting and something really... Yeah, something really amazing and pure, you mm-hmm. know. So, so yeah, as I said, um, I've never had like, oh my gosh, he's a Muslim. What what should I do now? Of course, I have never had it. Good. You know. Um, I mean, um, I feel like a lot of people who watch your videos or like who like check your Instagram, they might feel like, okay, she's a Christian and he's a Muslim, so probably mm-hmm. he's like trying to do something. Like against her will, mm. but actually yeah, that's it exactly. never happened. You yeah. know, that's it a, never happened. It's a stereotype that people exactly. would get when they see you know, almost I'm dating a Christian. So there you go. That was that was pretty much the, to sum it up. It was nice, and I'm glad now that you all know <laughs> the truth. You know, because um, I just I love I love having you know, you know, just different things in my life. You mm-hmm. know. And learning different things. And yes. and I love seeing people who want to learn, too, because that's how 
we're going to have like, you know, peace and understanding in this world. As cheesy as it sounds, it's like we got to understand and be with each other, you know, in, in, in a way where we are willing to learn. Right. So now that we're, we got that out of the way, um, another big thing I want you now to ask me any question that maybe you feel viewers would want to know or they have been asking me or anything like that. Okay. So, um, so I might ask something about my nationality since I feel like in America there are a lot of stereotypes about Russians. Mm -hmm. So when you, actually before you met me, um, when we were just like talking in Instagram and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So have you had any, any worries about me as, as a Russian girl? I'm just curious because I feel like there are a lot of stereotypes in America connected with oh, like yeah. Russians and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like they think like, um, I don't know, like we have like bears at home. And oh, there's a lot. I mean, first of all, <laughs> we think that you guys have bears for pets at home. You drink vodka for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the other one is that you guys are like gold diggers and, and you know, stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's a pretty negative. Outlook. Yeah, it's a it's pretty negative. It can get really, really worse more than that. But that's pretty much kind of like the view that we kind of see um, with Russians. But I didn't see that with you. I mean, you don't drink, which is, <laughs> exactly. which is awesome. Um, and uh you don't have any bears as pets, which is also awesome because uh, bears freak me out. They scare me. And then finally, I mean, you, you're you're very sweet, and uh, I don't think you're after money. But, you know, that's that's from my experience. And you broke that stereotype. But how do you feel about that stereotype? Uh, the last one? Yeah. Or in general? In general, because, I mean, like we, you know, like, like, you know, about all of the stereotypes I just gave you. Like, what do you think about that? Because also, like, I mean, I remember we watched a movie, too, and it showed, like, Russians oh my in gosh. a bad light. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So that tell me, movie. tell me everything. So, uh, to be honest, um, every time I go to different countries, I always have this kind of um, discussion with a lot of people. Mm. It's like, oh, so you... You uh, probably in the summer you're wearing that huge hat, even though like it's so hot on the street, and it's like your bear at home is probably waiting for you to go back home. Is it though? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just to be honest, I feel like every country has um, its own stereotypes about like people who live there. Mm -hmm. For example, there's like a stereotype about like Italians that they eat pizza every night, every day, every morning, every like, I don't know, like uh, same thing with um, maybe Chinese, like different, I don't know, like different cultures, different nationalities, they always like, have like some sort of stereotypes. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm actually really fine with that, um, but when it comes to some sort of um, offensive comments mm -hmm. towards my country and maybe like something that is connected with stereotypes, I'm just trying to ignore it because um, I feel like uh, most of the stereotypes are coming from TV, from different movies, different. Uh -huh. Yeah like, I don't know, like social media, like whatever. And I feel like um, what people hear and what people see, it's not all, always what it is in the reality. So, for example, um, I remember once I went to Europe and there was like that woman and she was like, 
oh, are you going to the party? I was like, no, I'm not going to the party. I just want to stay home like for today because I'm tired. And she was like, but you're Russian. You have to go and drink. I was like, well, first of all, I'm not drinking. I don't drink at all. So I prefer like stay at home today. And she was so shocked because she was sure that actually, you know, like all the Russians are like drinking. I mean, that's just something like really funny and weird. And also like I collided like with some sort of like real offensive um, comments towards. What are you doing? Why? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Okay. Once like I collided with like, some sort of like offensive comments towards myself, mm-hmm. towards my country, and I just tried to ignore it because there are also like people who will who will uh, turn like different stereotypes into something really negative, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's there's like no reason to actually like pay attention to th- this kind of stuff, you know. So, but yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. So what is like your long-term goal in terms of your channel? Like what kind of videos would you like to to film? What kind of content would you like to okay. go to? That is a really good question. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, no, to be honest with you, um, finally, I want to create content that I have been wanting to do for such a long time. Quality content making short films, stories, music videos, um, little, uh, little shorts, you know, that encapsulate something very interesting. It's like, for example, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work on a galette ad. I don't know if you saw the galette ad that's been getting a lot of heat lately. I want to make my own version of a galette ad. Oh, okay. Right? So I want to do things like that too, like uh, things that touch upon trending topics, but in a way, that's very entertaining and very, like, you know, just fulfilling for myself. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but I just want to, I hope by that time I'm, like, I've passed many years, I would have created so much amazing content that will stand the test of time. Not just a vlog that's here today, gone tomorrow, but maybe a film that m- many people would watch on social media and keep sharing and keep alive after the days I die. And um, hoping that, I would have these podcasts up and running so I could finally, you know, have this, you know, because this humanizes me. You know, I don't mm-hmm. always want to be a character in front of the camera. This actually, bring, you know, humanizes me and brings me down to earth so I could talk to people and talk to you and talk to others in such a way that, that keeps me feeling like I'm grounded and sane. Mm-hmm. I think it's very therapeutic. Pod, like that's why I always wanted to make a podcast before they were even popular. I wanted to make podcasts just because I thought it was really cool to let people download your podcast on iTunes. And this was before like, you know, like my, I wanted to do music and all that stuff. So there's a lot I want to do and I've, I'm really going to go hard on it. And then hopefully that opens doors to working on legitimate productions, you know, being on set in front of a camera or behind the camera, working with people to make even bigger productions work and, and and having, you know, achieved all of that, so that's what I want. Yeah, do. it's such an amazing goal, to be honest. I mean, your yeah, direction is like pretty clear. Pretty so big, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's amazing, and I know that you will do it for sure. Thank you. All right, so, um, so let's talk about our upcoming music video. Okay. So. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I'm actually working on a music video. We already filmed it. Yeah. I'm currently editing it right now. 
I think by the time this podcast comes out, the video will already be out. So if you guys want to check it out, it's in the description. It's called Jovian, the Mafia parody. Yeah. Because the song is, is or the original song is by uh, an actor that we have in our country, Egypt. And the song is trending number one. Mm-hmm. It's been trending for a while. Um, don't know about now, though, uh, at the time you're seeing this. His name is Mohammed Ramadan, and uh, the song is called Mafia. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? My fans have been really, they've been really asking me to to release content like I used to. You know, the content that got me here in the first place, which was parodies, sketches, and all this yeah. stuff, you know? Um, I haven't done a music video parody in years. Mm. So this is going to be a, like a callback to it. Okay. And I hope it does well. I mean, if you guys really want to support me in doing that, then please go check it out. That's all I ask. Exactly. I want to ask you how you felt about working on it and how was it for you and and your experience and all that yes so i think one of the most unique features of the video in general is Mm -hmm. the fact that it's not about like a current like present time Mm -hmm. it's uh it's set in the 1920s exactly it's 1920s and it's really really unique i mean because 1920s it's all about like amazing clothes and nice style nice style Yeah. yeah It's like this gangster, cool gangster vibe and yeah. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So and actually, uh, I've been really excited uh, to work on that video. First of all, because of this whole style that we're gonna mm-hmm. work with. And I remember that we were like looking for some costumes, and we were discussing with you my uh, my costume, like my outfit. dress. Yeah, my yeah my my outfit, my dress, mm-hmm. my my shoes and all this stuff and um i mean it was really interesting to work on even like on on the like on the outfits first of all yeah so, that was and, fun yeah it was like before and then when we actually started filming it was even more amazing i mean it started with like the whole atmosphere um and we had like so many like amazing people, so many amazing actors, and everyone was so into it, and everyone was supporting. And I mean, in general, it was really, really exciting because, I mean, when you create something together, it was my actual first experience of like music video and. Oh really? You know, yeah. Cool. So that's why like I was really, um, I was really excited like about like all this um. All this atmosphere and like people uh, helping me with the makeup, and then like we were taking pictures, we were discussing what we're gonna do next, and we had so many ideas coming, uh, not like before, like I mean, like you, I know that you had like a whole like scenario and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but we also had some interesting ideas during the filming. For example, that uh, that thing with. Um, with the lightnings behind uh, the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use a lot of cool, really cool equipment uh, for lighting. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a shout out to Aperture for sponsoring us and helping us out by sending us awesome lights. And uh, it would not have been possible without their lights. So exactly. Aperture, thank you so much. If you guys want to check out Aperture, they're in the description. Um, to be honest, I'm not going to use any lights other than Aperture. They have the great lights. They're CR- they have high-rated CRIs. It just looks so good on camera. Definitely. And you guys will see. I mean, if you go check out the video. Yeah. So it's it was really cool. And I'm yeah. really happy to have to have had you on that. And Thank I hope so we much. do more. And we will make of more. Of course. Um, it's just for me, it, it's, it was nerve-wracking. It was 
you know, one of the biggest things for me when I'm making these videos is that um, I have a lot of anxiety and you and you see it, you know it. Yeah, but to be honest, you are really good with hiding that. I mean, like I knew yeah. that you were like kind of anxious in terms of like organization, in terms of equipment. And yeah. I know like sometimes like some things might like might go wrong. They but always do. you're always like so yeah. good with uh, handling the pressure, handling the anxiety. So and in that. general, I mean, you're you always so professional on every like during every um, shooting we have during every like time we film and it's really amazing the way you handle the pressure I mean for Thank example you. like you have to organize everything you have to uh, you have to gather everyone around you you have yeah. to explain your idea you have to to have like a great way to deliver what you mm -hmm. want to do yeah. because sometimes like you can say okay we're gonna do this and this and this and people will not understand it but in our case everyone got a really clear um, understanding of how you want it to be and I well I saw some uh, videos from what we got and I think it's a really good material it looks really, so good it, it, looks, it looks amazing so I'm like I'm it looks more than professional to be so honest. happy I'm not even like yeah I'm so happy it looks so amazing it looks amazing I'm like, just I'm, I'm telling you even Tariq uh, he was like he saw it and he's like now he wants to buy a camera like the one I oh, have really? because he saw I showed him the picture of you when you were sitting on my lap and I had the gun and I was just chilling He's like, I have to buy that camera. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. Yeah. I am so happy to have really made something like that. And I want to continue making. That's exactly what I want to make. I want to make things that, you know, are not just crazy. You know, I have nothing against vlogs. I feel like vlogs are just very not my style. I mean, I tried it. They're fun. Yeah. But I can only do them if I'm doing what I enjoy. And that is the video that we did. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know. A vlog of what's happening behind the scenes but what you guys don't understand is that when I'm working on a production I don't have a team to really like see it through the whole time you know like I don't have a dedicated cameraman a dedicated continuity checker a dedicated script writer mm -hmm. a dedicated editor I don't have all that yeah. I have people who come and help me only when they're free yeah so at the end of the day I'm I'm all of that wrapped in one and then that's that just drives me crazy like I, I wanted to ask you actually how do you feel about like when I'm doing video remember when we, when we were doing that public video uh punish a muslim in, in yeah. public you, mm -hmm. you saw how I was I was so I didn't I was my anxiety was so bad I was so anxious I didn't eat for the whole day yeah, I remember. and I told you how I don't like eating or doing anything until we finish the video cuz I'm mm -hmm. so nervous mm -hmm. and I don't know how to deal with that so what what did you think about that uh, so first of all, uh, I mean, I was trying to make like breakfast for you. I remember on that day and you were like, no, babe, I cannot eat because I mean, I'm really anxious. And, um, that's right. Like you didn't eat anything. You were so like nervous because we were going to make such a like provocative video. Yeah. We were like going to make such a like crazy video, like mm -hmm. maybe like not everyone would understand. But we had like that amazing purpose to let people know about that like terrible thing, punish a Muslim thing. Yeah, and it, uh, it was it was. I'm so sad because we worked so hard on that video, and it was so risky, and we we put our hearts and souls into that video to send out a good message, mm -hmm. and it got three hundred thousand views within one day, the magic number, and then. YouTube takes it down. Yeah, I remember. And when YouTube took it down, I was like, "That's it. Like, it, it's it's not the same anymore." That's because just... they don't. It's just it was so weird. It's mm -hmm, like they, mm -hmm. 
I mean, there are I just I could just go on forever about this. But what I'm trying to say is that the, there are companies out there who make content like this for shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not just some random vloggers who are going out in, in the street annoying people. And uh, although it might seem like that, but that's not what we do. Um, we have a purpose behind everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And just YouTube doesn't even bother to see that. And I don't know, man. It's just it just really sucks. I mean, there are other platforms who are interested in our content, and I'm really happy about that. Like, Yes. And I can't wait to start creating for them. Exactly. And they see the value in that because they understand us and they respect our creativity and they know that we are not people who are trying to create chaos. We are professionals. And, you know, we have less than orthodox ways of doing it, but we arrive at our finished product in a safe manner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was it did really well. And a lot of people saw it, but then it got taken down. And sadly, I, I wasn't able to bring it back up. And I tried reposting it and people are like, oh, we already saw this. So you really lose that spark, you know, because it was getting shared. It was going viral. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy. To be honest, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm I totally agree with you first of all and also i think that sometimes there are things that for example let's take like that punish a muslim thing okay so you of course like you can like stand in front of the camera and say like okay you know there is like that thing punish a muslim so you can talk to the camera about that but i feel like every time like you create something um something that can show like people's reaction people's thoughts like something something real not just like talking to the camera exactly yeah. it's it will show the problem it will reveal the problem much better than like just talking to the camera mm-hmm. because people will see like the problem itself yeah not just like okay like there is like that problem and we have to like solve like no it's just like something yeah. that shows like what is really going on yeah i just hope it gets fixed i i really do because it's it's something that's 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 been really driving my mm-hmm. channel but it's okay i'm still a creative guy so i don't have a problem i've always overcome and have adapted mm-hmm. and uh prospered and and uh Adapt and overcome. That's the word. I've always adapted and I've, have overcome any changes that have gone along with YouTube. And I'm, I'm happy to say I'm still here. You know, so I'm going to continue creating in my own manner. Uh, and I hope they they fix this and, and, and really understand yeah. the, the art of creativity. And, and some and other platforms. They're oh, yeah. really the, excited if, for yeah. like videos like that. So, and that's why I'm, you know, I can't wait to start concentrating on definitely. exclusive content for the other platforms, definitely. which is going to be crazy. It's going to be cool. Um, but, you know, it's just I have like this soft spot for YouTube. That's why I'm always because um, I started on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's really fun. It's really fun what, what my YouTube channel has got me has got me to. And a lot of people have don't understand they still don't understand it um they look down upon it but uh the work we've done is 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 something incredible and i'm really really happy with it and i just can't wait to create more content um especially with you um there's going to be a a wonderful future of of things that we're going to create and make but as you know i'm always concentrating on my work and that's something that i always want to continue doing what is the best opportunity you got from being a YouTuber? What is like the best thing you maybe like not everyone like for example, maybe like regular people they cannot like get this kind of opportunity. What what is the best opportunity that 
uh, you got from like being a YouTuber? The best opportunity, believe it or not, is the fact that I got to be what I want to be, mm-hmm. and that is a creative individual. I got to act, I got to create, I got to sing, I got to do all these things because I had a platform that I was able to release it on, and then I garnered a fan base that rooted for me and helped me continue to keep going. And that's something, that's an opportunity I don't think I would have gotten anywhere. If I tried anywhere else, it probably would have taken forever or probably never happened. And I also was able to make a good fortune to help support my family and support myself, which I'm very thankful, alhamdulillah. Like, that's something I'm very, very thankful for. But, you know, we weren't doing really well. My dad was doing great, but then there came a time when, you know, things stopped and we weren't really doing well. And I would wear my T-shirt. I would go to school with my T-shirt for seven days straight. I would wear the same shirt. I was going to say S. H other word, but I would wear the same shirt and pants or whatever mm. for seven days a week. And I uh, now looking back at it, it's like, you know, when I was younger, I didn't think much of it, but I would always get made fun of, you know, I get picked on because of it. Mm. Ew, Kareem, you're wearing the same shirt. Didn't you wear that on Monday? And I'm wearing the same thing over and over because we couldn't afford a lot of clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where I came from. And, you know, there's other things, too, that I don't really want to get deep into. And I've told people, too, that I was homeless. You know, there was a time where I was homeless and I didn't have a place to stay with my parents. We didn't have a place for one month. And it was really hard on us. And that humbled me. It made me humble. And that's why it made me appreciate every single thing. And it made me be positive. It made me be positive because I realized that I could have still been in that position. Mm -hmm. But I'm not anymore. So why am I going to be negative about certain things in my life when just because of this or that? When I was homeless, I was sleeping in a car and then I had to sleep in a closet sharing it with other people. You know, it was hell. So I'm thankful God has blessed me. It might not be what everybody wishes. It might not be grand. It might not be huge, but I'm still blessed. And this is why I don't, I'm always positive. I'm always positive. Things will always get better. Things always do get better. Yeah. If, as long as I'm here, alhamdulillah, and I'm breathing and I'm pushing forward, it will get better, yeah. you know? And that's that's one of the major things, you know, and I'm glad those things happen in my life. You know, my brother Majid, he moved out at such a young age, so he was like, he, he saw a lot more than me. So that's why people, when they see him, they like think he's the older brother because he's been stressed with a lot in his life and mm. he's seen so much in his life. He had to grow up quick. At the end of the day, you know, it's something that we've all been... Uh, been put through and and this is what humbled us and this is why we work hard for what we have and we hold on tight to what we have because it you know we we worked hard for it Mm -hmm. and and that's that's one of the major things that that people don't understand it's like it's where you come from you know i don't like to complain a lot and when i do complain it's not long it's not much i catch myself and I, i say hey look stop you know continue doing something about it or just forget it and you know and keep pushing through. And that's what I've always been doing on YouTube. That's what that that's the character I've been portraying on like I've been pushing and using towards my YouTube career. Mm-hmm. I've been through everything on YouTube when they've changed it many many times and did this and did that and I didn't really complain. Now I'm upset because um and th- now it's different because it it shows that they don't really like 
I don't want to say they don't care about their creator. They but don't it, encourage. But they, they, no, it's not they don't encourage. They, they encourage you all the time because it makes them money. But th- they don't like, in, no, they like, they don't care enough to speak to their creators or at least the, the creators who have contributed so much. But in, in fairness, there's so many of us and we got to, they got to move on to the next, you know? So it would been, would have been nice if they let us know that, hey, there's going to be a time where you guys are not going to make any money. You know, because there was a year of an apocalypse where we didn't make a dime, mm-hmm. you know, which is dangerous for anyone who has people that are on, on payroll, people that need like to that need to support families and other people that are working. You know, thankfully, I didn't have a team to pay. So I was able to take that hit and really, really reel it in. Right. Yeah. There, it's just the, the transparency and communication. That's mm-hmm. what YouTube needs. And I, that's why I was really upset because it's kind of like, you know, some, somebody you love hurts you. That's what it was. I wasn't complaining. I wasn't complaining about a lot of the other things that people like. Right now, a lot of people are complaining about, hey, my CPMs are low and my videos are getting demonetized. Well, it's been happening to us. It's been happening to me for years. And I've been pushing through and I haven't been complaining like these big channels. I was pushing through. I was making $100 a month on YouTube when I was getting millions of views on my parodies and, and my videos. I didn't once complain. I was happy and I was still pushing through. And you know, thankfully now it's a little better, but you know it's it's still hard, and I and I'm still pushing through, and I'm I'm still here, and I'm very thankful for that. And I want to say thank you for joining me on on this show, and I want to say thank you for supporting me and and also being there by my side. I, I'm really grateful and blessed for that. Almost welcome. Thank you. Now let's push all that to the side and talk about something really funny. Okay. All right. So I don't know if you guys know Tana Mangu. She's cool. She's cool. She's had a past, though. I met her in Playlist. Um, she was actually really nice. I'm not going to lie. Like, I met her in Playlist. She was nice. Um, we took a picture together, and she wasn't really, like, you know, cocky or anything like that. So that's really cool. There was something that just leaked right now. I don't know if it was intentional. If it was intentional on her part, I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of these social media stars are very smart, and they fabricate a lot of these things. So there's a picture of her and her friend where their waists are so thin and they look so skinny. For me, I thought it was real. I was like, how Same. does she stay, like, how does this girl stay skinny? Like, And then there was, an, there was like some stories that got leaked from Snapchat, I think it was, or Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a Snapchat of her with like a big belly. She, it, she looked in, it, incredibly fat. And I, feel, I, I, I sound horrible saying this, okay, because I'm not fat shaming or anything like that. If you are fat, own it. There's nothing wrong with it. But I would, you know, I would prefer and I would love it if you really took care and pushed through your health. But I'm not to speak. It's not a, it's none of my business. People are free to do what they want. But if I was fat, I would do everything within my power to lose that weight, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I had a belly and I had to get rid of that because <laughs> you know how Egyptians are. We have that belly syndrome and our every our, our fatness goes all to our belly and we get like a really big belly. What did you think about that? Mm, well, talking about in like about this kind of stuff in general, um, I mean, so like, for example, a lot of people like influencers, regular people, like, I don't know, like just girls, maybe like boys. Um, a lot of people are actually using this kind of like programs like Photoshop and different apps for the phone. Yeah, yeah. And it's there is like this cult of being like being 
um, perfect, like in Instagram. You know, like showing yeah, the we best know that. But what do you what, sites? I understand, but like, what is your like? What what like? I think it's just getting out of hand. These Photoshop pictures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like for for example, I, I've seen people Photoshop maybe a little here, a little there. You know, but she photoshopped her entire body shape. Okay. Yeah, but maybe it was also like about the angle. Who knows? To an extent, where some, it was well, not el- everything, in, but some it was s- crazy. Okay, it was crazy. I was like, there is no way a girl is that skinny, or there's no way that I don't know. It's just it just for me it looked real, but then I couldn't believe it when mm. it when it turned out to be fake, and I was like, there's no way that can be like photo like how how did she hide all of that and you're right it is the angle she obviously took it head on so the belly doesn't show from the side mm-hmm. and then she's just like tying it in her waist i have my thoughts about photoshops and stuff like that i really don't care people could do whatever they want i think it's it's cool if you want to do that do it you know mm-hmm. but i think it's funny if you're gonna if we're gonna find out about it and we're gonna laugh don't expect to be sad i mean you kind of you know you kind of prepped yourself up for that so it was funny and people laughed and it just shows that, you know, wow, you know? Uh, yes, and there's like that uh, um, page in Instagram oh, where yeah. that is showing uh, stars, like actually big stars, like fashion models, singers, actresses who are like doing the same thing for their pictures. Yeah, you showed me that. And like, there is like one like a picture, like for example, like from Comparison original pictures, one, right? the original one from the photographer, and the second one is from their like those stars' um, Instagram accounts. And that's just crazy that not only like regular people are doing that, but also like stars, like mm. famous people. Uh, to be honest, that's really funny because you always like look at like fashion models and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so perfect and they're doing it like this kind of photoshop anyway and that's just that's just interesting because it's like someone may might think like okay like this girl is perfect but that girl is gonna like photoshop her picture as well Mm -hmm. and i feel like this is just like some sort of a cult (laughs) right now because uh for example if the even if the picture is going to be perfect Someone is gonna find something wrong imperfections. Yeah. Anyway, it's like a little small thing, and in terms of the fact that social media is crazy and it's so wide, it's gonna be known. Expected. I mean, that's 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 what I'm gonna say. Expected. It's gonna happen. I mean, don't be surprised. But I yeah. I honestly think it was intentional. She probably did that on purpose so it could go viral and people could talk about it. Or maybe I'm just giving her too much credit and she probably just slipped up and somebody caught her. Mm. Um. But when I see things like that, it, it, it makes me happy for other girls because I feel like a lot of girls out there have the wrong idea of beauty, especially with all that dang Photoshop. You girls have the wrong idea of beauty. And, and I can imagine young girls being like, I want to look like her. And they body shame themselves and they hate themselves mm-hmm. because they, they don't look like that. When in reality, it, what you see from the pictures is not reality. You know, it's Photoshop and it's in even in real life, they kind of Photoshop themselves in real life by wearing corsets and whole tucking and everything and and, you know, surgery and all that stuff. I was happy when I saw that. I was like, good. Now, you know, kids could see that and they could realize like, oh, she's fat just like me. She got ripples just like me. You know, like 
I could be just as be- beautiful as her or probably even more beautiful. So it made me happy like things like this happen. And it's going to be harder for people to hide a lot of things like that as we progress in the future because, like I said, there's cameras everywhere now. There's a camera in our phones. There's a camera here, there. There's cameras everywhere that are going to catch the truth. So it's always be- it's always better to, well, one, stay quiet. Don't say anything that you don't want people to you know, that you wouldn't want anyone to hear or something that you don't associate yourself with. And two, uh, live your life honestly. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't live their life honestly. But who am I to judge? I met her. She was nice. Whatever. And talking about that thing, like about Instagram, like cult and all this stuff in general, I would also refer it to life in general because um i remember like recently i heard the conversation of two girls in the subway and they were like oh my gosh look at this girl she has such an amazing and interesting life her pictures in instagram are so Mm -hmm. cool and yeah those are all fake too it's not even like about that it's like a lot of people not only like kids not only teenagers but even like adults Sometimes they look at the pictures in Instagram from like, different stars, different YouTubers, influencers, like any like famous people, even like regular people who have like amazing, interesting life. So and they also forget about the fact that people post only like the best side of their life in Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if someone is going to look at like perfect pictures from like different like vacations different amazing places amazing restaurants they'll be like oh my gosh these people have perfect life no problems nothing but it's also important to remember that everyone has like problems that's very true and it's like we just like don't talk about like problems in instagram in i don't know like social medias it's like social medias are mostly about like beautiful life it's like maybe to show off sometimes maybe to show like What's something interesting, but people don't talk about problems in um, in the social media. It it might lead to some sort of complex, like to some sort of like um, depression. Probably, I'd say, when you see like all these like perfect people with perfect lives. And it does, you know, it does. A lot of people they get it depressed leads, from that. That's why leads, I was, yeah, it's know. the same thing. So I'm just like telling that that's just crazy how much influence this kind of stuff might have on like regular average people yeah it might lead to like different things like depression and being upset about their own life and maybe like the absence of goals but you know at the end of the day we 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 can't like blame we, we no we I, for that of course no no, no just, i'm not talking about creators i'm talking yeah, about like people like, who have like different sorts of like yeah perfect life it's not only about creators it's about no but i mean like i mean like you know it's not blaming. look sometimes people fake people fake their 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 perfect life mm-hmm. you know and their life might be crap in real life but on instagram it's really popping right or their vlogs on youtube are popping right but the thing is they're just working okay they are trying to develop this thing this image this brand image which is fine i understand it but you can't blame kids. I mean, you can't blame them for kids who get depressed over that. Of course, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that um, it's just crazy that social media, like, can lead to some some something like that. I mean, I know that it's not. Gonna no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just like yeah. making it clear for other people because yeah. sometimes people might 
like they might like sometimes I get really happy and I want to share something mm-hmm. and then I get blamed like well you're bragging you're showing off that's the thing that um, some people like most of the people they misunderstood like misunderstand the whole concept of like social yeah. media I mean like they are like okay like this person has like no problems like they're like posting just about like regular and amazing stuff like perfect life like restaurants yeah. like vacations and they forget about the fact that um, people like who are like famous or like who are creators who just like have like um, a lot of money they all also have problems and it's just like misconception um it's like just some sort of like misunderstanding from like kids yeah. or, like other people about uh creators like influencers stars other like rich people lives yeah it's just um it is also always like it's ro- really important to remember that everyone has problems and compare like your life to, with like someone else's life it's not really good and yes. it's, it must it just must push you towards something good exactly it must push you and you should also be grateful for what you have Vlada this was really fun I hope we do this more and I hope you come more often to my podcast show and of I hope course. we and I hope we uh, continue recording a lot of content I'm so excited for what's to come and uh, I'm excited for the videos that are to come and the content and all the things. I'm going to be really busy this year and I'm really going to push myself. And I, I just, I, I, because before, you know, I just want to think, you know, before I die, I hope I created some things and made some things that will last and people will, will remember me for it. Exactly. So, I was really happy to be at your show. Thank you, baby. And uh, anything else you want to say? I just want to um, say thank you so much for being here. And thank you guys for watching. And before I go, what do you want to say? Uh, I just wanted to say that I really, I'm really impressed by all the goals you have. And Thank I'm you. sure that it will work out the best way for you. As long as you're by my side, support me and I understand me. I will always me, support you. Then nothing will go wrong. I will always be by your side and I will create content with you. I'm really excited about that because it's cool. when I see that you're like passionate about something, mm-hmm. I also like want to be a part of it. Cool. I love because that. Because it's part of your life, you know? Thank you, baby. I love you. I love you, too. All right, guys. So thank you so much for watching this. And if you're listening, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am Kareem Jovian, and I am out. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.